Welcome to the High Plains Hideout. This is the Vitavu Gear Review. fam i hope this finds you well i hope things are going well for you in this mad mad world we're living in i hope things are going well for you um <laughs> i don't know about you but uh, to get my mind off how insane things have gotten lately i've been watching weirder and weirder things on youtube and that's usually not something you want to hear said but um if you're one of those people where you like watching like pimples get popped on video and stuff like that then you might want to go check out the horse jeep or the hoof gp sorry hoof h-o-f-f or h-o-o-f i don't know how you spell hoof i i've lived in the middle of nowhere with steers and cattle for most of my life but to be honest i didn't know how much goes into taking care of them because i never worked on a ranch i never worked on a farm so watching this guy like trim cow hooves and all the stuff he does with it is it's it's more cathartic than I really should admit to. And I've been watching a lot of it and I, I can't recommend it enough. <laughs> so go check that out and be like, wow. And you'll watch a video and you'll be like, oh man, you start feeling bad for the cow. And then you're like, yeah, trim that hoof. It'll be better for that cow. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's, it's something better than what's going on in the world. And it's a great way to tune things out. And I'm hoping that this is also something to help tune all of the madness that's going on out. So when we speak about madness, and especially when it comes to the industry and in the tactical industry, you know, as it is with backpacks and plate carriers and chest harnesses and rigs and straps, harnesses, backpacks, wallets, watches, whatever, the industry as a, as a whole, the whole multi probably billion dollar industry that is involved with everything that you got, you can walk into shot show and see is absolutely a really really big you know bonacan well bona fide fighting area really because everyone in this industry is trying to get your money they really really are so when it comes to a product a lot of times most of us especially myself i know i do this all the time the keyword i look for is veteran owned as a veteran i like supporting my own it is a big thing for me. I love doing it. And even, you know, I have brothers in arms that I've known since I was a nub on the boat that do stuff. Um, big Red EDC is one of them. He was one of our guys on the boat. He's a great guy. I've known him for years and he's really cool. But there are tons of companies out there. And I think the biggest one, the one that I see the most ferocious competition with is not necessarily like guns or suppressors, even though there is some pretty stiff competition or even in like the sight world, you know, you've got Swamp Fox, you've got Vortex, you've got Trigicon, you've got all of these companies that are out there. But I think the backpack industry is the big one that I see the most. And the reason I say that is, is because find a company that doesn't do backpacks Everything from Go Rock to London Bridge Trading, um, the company we're going to talk about today, which is DDT. There's, if you go on Amazon and type in backpack and you start looking for a tactical backpack, the companies that are going to pop up, uh, MHF, MHN. I mean, if you go on Mill first and just start looking at backpacks, you're going to lose your mind. 
And the competition is exceptionally fierce in that arena. So there's a lot of things that you got to take into account when it comes to a backpack shopping. If you've ever gone, whether it's for a hiking pack or just a day pack, and you've gone and you sat in an actual hiking shop, and I don't mean REI, I don't mean Sportsman's Warehouse, I mean a true backpacking shop, they're going to take you and they're going to look at your size. They're going to go, all right, what size pack are you looking at? Do you want a 60 liter, 70 liter? How long are you looking at trekking? What is your mission? Are you going to go out and get extra supplies along the way? Is this a, you know, a week long trip and out to go fishing? So you're going to have to carry a pole. What, what are you going to do? They're going to ask you these questions about your pack. And then they're going to go and they're going to offer their recommendations, pull out a pack and they're going to take that pack, put it on, and a good shop, a very, very good shop, will actually put some weight in there. They'll throw a couple sandbags in there so there's some weight. And so that way they adjust it to you with weight on your back, okay? And that weight actually helps you adjust the pack so it gets right. And what that's going to help prevent is rubbing, sore spots, back pain is a huge one. And it's going to try to alleviate and put the stress right where it should be on a pack, which is right around your hips. Now... When it comes to online shopping, it's a mixed bag. You don't really know what you're going to get out of the process. And then, of course, you know, again, what do I want this pack for? Do I want this pack to be my everyday carry my laptop or do I want it to be a camera bag? Do I want it to be a day hike pack? Do I want it to be a pack that sits in my car for emergencies so if I get trapped in the snow somewhere, I can survive until the rescue team comes and gets me? What do you want this pack for? So when you, there's a lot of questions that go into backpack shopping. And I know a lot of people don't think about this. They, you know, they walk into the Walmart, they see the Jan's pork bag and they're like, all right, that'll do. Or they log on and they go, oh, well, this is the Haley strategic backpack that's going to cost me whatever huge amount of money. So it's got to be really, really great. And sometimes yes, sometimes no. Remember the pack, you know, as, <laughs> as fun. As corny as it sounds, is it's it's really going to say this, is that you're, as much as you're choosing the pack, the pack chooses you. And what I mean by this is, is that if you take any pack and you're going to find out real quick whether you like it or not. I know guys that they walk into the Army Surplus store and they'll pick up an Alice pack and they'll be like, I pumped Alice for years. I'm fine with Alice. That's great. But I also know people that have tried to take Alice packs on huge long hikes and come back and their back is looks like shredded meat, really. So pick the pack for what you're going to do. Now, when it comes down to this, I very much pick packs for I have an idea. And sometimes I pick a pack because of, well, it looks cool. Maybe it really is cool. Maybe it's going to be that perfect backpack that is do everything I want it to do. And sometimes I get that pack and I go, well, I feel like an idiot. And other times you get the pack and you go, well, you know what? It doesn't work necessarily for this, but maybe for this it'll work really well. And so let's step over to uh, the company's name is DDT, Delta Delta Tango. OK, uh, the website is ddt-ops.com and it is a small veteran owned backpacking company, not like Backpack Ruck March, not like Go Rock. And it's not like your Osprey packs or some of your others or 
they're not a hiking pack company. They're more of the modern day tactical backpack company. And there are a dime a dozen of these. But as I said, veteran owned small business, basically two things that right out the gate, the government would start buying products from. If you know how the government shops, uh, they come in and they go veteran owned small business um, race. Usually if you're a minority, that's a big one. Females, another big one. There's like five things that are huge deals. And if you meet all five of those categories, you are guaranteed to get a government contract for anything. It doesn't matter if you're supplying toilet paper holders and that's if you meet those five things they're gonna just throw tons and tons of money at you welcome to the american government that's how they operate so ddt it's a small veteran-owned company as i've said um they started operations in 2012 and to be fair not long after they started is when i found them back when they only had like two products on their webpage. Uh, the very first thing is, is that they do now make a wide variety of products. They are not just strictly backpacks. They do make uh, plate carriers, gun bags, wallets. I actually have a wallet from them. I think it's a pretty cool thing. It's a single fold wallet um, made out of the you know 500D Kodura shenanigans that everyone looks for. So... When we talk about the bags and the styles, um, they do have, when it comes to packs, you can get your standard style backpack or you can get a sling bag. And so we'll talk about a sling bag and it's the Assassin sling bag, okay? It's made from 1000D polyester and it's got a polyurethane water resistant coating. Um, the number 10 lockable zippers and it's a length of 17 inches long, 10 inches wide, and when fully stuffed, it's nine inches deep, giggity. Okay, <laughs> it's you can throw in if you've got um, a platypit, platypus bladder or the uh, camelback bladder, if it's the two liter bladder, or even if you've got the John, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt water hydration bladder, as long as it can fit in there, you can carry two liter patch with a pouch with you of water, not to mention whatever else you want to throw into the pack. So. Apart from its one big shoulder strap, it does have a side stabilization strap. That's kind of nice. Uh, usually on mine, I click the bottom one. Is the bottom? It comes with the um, what's the name of them? The UTX quick release buckles. It has one of those, a big one, probably about a two incher at the bottom, and that's usually the one I keep unclicked. And I leave the side strap, the carry or the. Um, what is the, the stabilization strap? I usually leave that one clicked in. Um, as far as uses, I have used this thing as a camera bag. Uh, I have used it as a day hike pack for going around um, Devil's Tower. I have used it there. Uh, I had my best friend carry it, and he didn't seem to have too many issues with it. And we weren't carrying a lot in it, just a couple things of water and some snacks uh, just for some trail stuff. I had the camera and a pack and a few other things on me. Um, you can use it as a laptop bag. Uh, one of the guys I know in South Carolina right now is using it as a work bag. So it has his laptop and some of his tools. He does a lot of the same stuff I do. And funny enough, I use mine right now in the exact same purpose. It has a laptop for working on security systems and it usually carries some tools in it. Not tons of tools, 
but some, you know, a couple screwdrivers, wire cutters, electrical tape, stuff like that. Mainly I've got Cat5 cables and PoE, power over ethernet, uh, routers and devices such as that in there. One of the big things about this pack, and it's the only real downside about the sling pack is, is because you've got one strap, it creates pressure points. Okay, one is going to be on the shoulder where, of course, the one strap rides. So don't overweigh your pack. You're going to know your limitations when it comes to a pack. Everybody is. You're going to put a pack on and you're going to go, wow, that's a little heavy on the shoulder. Even, you know, the He-Man huge dudes that carry around stuff, they're going to know it because once it starts cutting in and it starts hurting and it will hurt, you're going to know you've overloaded a pack. So. Be careful when overloading this thing, okay? It's one shoulder. If it's two straps, you can at least, you know, try to balance it out and try to stabilize things and alleviate some of the issues. But with one strap, you're not going to have that ability. So be careful on the weight issues. The other thing with this is, is that if you're moving around too much and you've got too much weight in this pack, the bottom, for me, it's the bottom left-hand corner of the pack as your body sways and moves, will begin to rub. Now, as it begins to rub, and we know what friction does on your skin, and it creates this nice, obnoxious one point. So if you keep the pack light enough, you can actually keep it off yourself, and it won't do that rubbing issue. The other thing is, is to make sure you're, you know, not 500 pounds and everything rubs on you you know, stay a little bit physically active with it, okay? Um, what they're going to tell you they recommend for, um, and I kind of agree with, is, is like motorcycles. So if you're one of those guys that rides a motorcycle all the time and you live in a place where you can ride one all the time, especially if you ride a crotch rocket, uh, that's not a bad idea. Uh, mountain bikers, I think it's a pretty good mountain biker pack, but again, mountain biking, you may want something with two straps, vice one. That's on you. That's for you to decide as a person. Um, like I said, is I'm currently using it as a laptop slash tool bag, and it works really, really well for that. And as I'm running around the facilities doing stuff like that, it's easy to put on and off, and I'm not thinking about it catching on things, and everything's rather easy to get a hold of. The retail price for this thing, if you go on Amazon, which is where you're probably going to find it, um, because if you go on the website, it's bulk orders and for companies only, at least last I looked. So if you're going to go online, you want to you're interested in even looking at the assassin bag, go on Amazon, type in DDT assassin bag. And you're going to find that it's retailing for right around fifty four ninety nine. And that's actually a really, really good deal for what you're getting. And I'm not going to tell you, hey, you need this bag. What I'm telling you is, is that if the idea of a sling bag fits in your mind and you go, man, I really want one of those. Those sound really cool. You might want to take a look at this. Most of the guys I know that have picked these up really, really enjoy them. I personally enjoy mine, so you might too. So the next pack that comes down the line and I've been running around with for the past year testing it is the D um, the DDT Anti-Venom 24-Hour Assault Pack. Now, in that alone, right out the gate, you know, of course, we jump to, aha, it has a salt in it, and so therefore it must be awesome. And my response would be, yes and no. It is made out of the 1000D Poly, uh, has PVC water-resistant lining, the number 10 lockable zippers, and is capable of carrying the 2-liter hydration bladder. 
Okay, pretty much the same as the Assassin Sling Pack, but this has two straps, okay? So you've got both your shoulder straps. Uh, it also has, and I think this is kind of the coolest feature of it, it has a hook and loop holster in the very back pocket. So you can adjust that to almost every pistol. I've tried 1911s, I've tried H&K VP9s, I've tried my FNS40. Um, I haven't found a pistol that doesn't slide in there and just sits right down. Uh, so if you're in a place where you can't open carry, but you can maybe carry a pistol with you and you want to keep it somewhere close by, say national parks or somewhere else, it's not a bad idea, especially if you can't conceal carry in that area. So that's a nice feature of the pack. Overall, uh, well, the overall tallness out of it were 17 inches. We're 12 inches wide, so you got two extra inches width compared to the Assassin or sorry, 12 inches wide, and then 10 inches when filled up deep. That's how deep your are is 10 inches, okay? Uh, it also has the waist retaining strap. Uh, there is no padding on that strap. It's just the strap itself, and it does have one of the UTX Quick Connect clips on there. Uh, I feel there could have been a little bit more of trying to blend that strap onto the pack, Personally, I also don't like the fact that the strap itself is not well connected to the pack. There is nothing to stop it from just sliding right out when you're trying to adjust it on you. So you're going to have to figure out a way to adjust it and maybe wrap some E-tape on it, wrap some duct tape if you decide to go this route. Personally, I hope the company comes back and they even just do maybe a simple fold over point so it doesn't or maybe find a way to properly attach things. The next issue I would say, and I don't say, well, it's not really a deal breaker as far as I'm concerned. It is something that if I was to upgrade this pack, they may want to look into it. And when we live in an era where most of the chest rigs come with the UTX disconnects, so you can hook up different UTX clips. And if you're wondering what I mean by UTX clip, it's that little push together and pop out clip. It's a UTX quick disconnect or quick release buckle. Okay. Um, so most of the chest carriers, whether it's LBX, uh, I'm pretty sure Tasmanias are that way. One Tigris does that. Heck, even Condor does that. So if you're looking at them, what this pack is lacking is that they should have made the connections for your straps be UTXs and adjust on the UTX rather than the old school backpack where you've got the little pull up tab and you can slide it around and adjust it. If they'd gone with the UTX style clip, then you could at least attach it to a chest rig and then it would be at least somewhat viable in that assault idealism as far as I'm concerned. I'm not trying to pick on the pack for it, but I think it's a nicety, especially when far cheaper packs that you can get for $20, $30 come with those clips. I think just a little bit of stepping up and going, all right, we're going to make this a little bit better. Let's put this on here. That, that, that could be an extra selling point, at least as far as I'm concerned. Is um, And not even the 48-hour does it. They have a 48-hour version, which is a little bit bigger. It doesn't have those UTX clips either, so I feel... That's something that, as a company, they might think about upgrading, especially in a day and age where most of us want to make our packs and everything compressed down as much as possible so we're not carrying a whole lot of stuff and we're not rattling around a lot. We would like, you know, and one set of straps over my shoulder is better than two sets of straps over my shoulder, if you get what I'm saying. So 
that's something they may want to go and start looking at. Um, if you're okay with this thing being a pack that you just throw in the car, maybe throw a pistol in it, throw some food stuff in it, throw like a little Esbit stove in it, throw a couple candles, whatever, and have it as a winter survival pack if you need one of those, uh, which this time of year you should probably have it if you're in the northern regions. Or if you want to use it as just a day hike pack to throw on, and I, I have found the most success with this pack doing that throwing the pack on and just go out when I go for a day hike, uh, reconning some hunting areas or whatever. It's a nice little pack for that. Throw in something to eat, throw in a stove or whatever, throw in some water and go on your way. I find it's very effective at that. The other thing that I think it's really good for is, is just a range bag. Uh, nothing special. You're not going to, you know, throw a couple magazines in it, throw your ear protection. If you're not running, like I'm running the new Safari land impulse, I was doing testing on it yesterday and I like them so far. Um, throw your, you know, throw your jacket in there, whatever. Don't necessarily feel that you need a huge range bag that has to have a shoulder strap or whatever else, or even like the SOG packs or anything else. Look at it, decide for yourself what you would use it for if you're going to get it. And ha again, have in mind what you want the pack for. So like I said, is if you're looking for a true tactical pack and I mean, Condor does the buckles. And if you're looking to multifunction it, you want it to connect to a chest rig or you want it to connect to your plate carrier. There's far better options out there. Um, London Bridge trading comes on the top of my mind. But remember, with names like London Bridge or Haley or Tasmanian, any of these names, you're going to pay for it. So trying to balance that, is it cost effective? Maybe the $30 pack that has the quick connects and has the exact same amount of room and space in it as this pack is the way to go for you. Um, considering it's the price tag on this thing is almost dead on exactly the same. I'm fairly certain on Amazon it is $54.99. Um, do you want to spend 55 bucks plus shipping and tax or do you want to spend the 30 bucks to get a pack that has the clicks and you can connect it to your pack? That's up to you. I can't really decide that for you. It's all about your functionality, what your mission intent is, not mine. So with that, guys, uh, I think we're going to end the main part of the reviewing process today and. I, I figured this time I would end this episode with a reading of a passage. Um, it's from Sherlock Holmes, His Last Bow, uh, by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. And this is just a passage that I've been reading and has been kind of stuck to me for the past few weeks. And I'm hoping it fits to you as well. The two friends chatted in intimate converse for a few minutes, recalling once again the days of the past. While their prisoner vainly wiggled to, wriggled to undo the bonds that held him, as they turned into the car, Holmes pointed back to the moonlit sea and shook a thoughtful head. There is an east wind coming, Watson. I think not, Holmes. It is very warm. Good old Watson. You are the one fixed point in a changing age. There is an east wind coming all the same. Such a wind has never blown on England yet. It will be cold and bitter, Watson, and a good many of us may wither before its blast. 
but it's God's own wind nonetheless. And a cleaner, better, stronger land will lie in the sunshine when the storm is cleared. Start her up, Watson, for it is time that we were on our way. I have a check for 500 pounds, which should be cashed early, for the drawer is quite capable of stopping stopping it if he can. There is a wind of change coming, friends, whether we like it or not. Our world is changing, society is changing, people are changing. How we choose to proceed with it is upon us. Remember that we are humans. Regardless of sides, regardless of race, regardless of ideologies, we're all the same. We are people. Remember to treat each other at least as kindly as you can, and to maybe critical think every so often. Have a good one, guys. We will see you next time here on the Vita Vu Gear Review. 